It's an impromptu crossover event. Who are these podcasts? The Shuley Show. And of course, our mutual friend, Vince, the attorney, joining us today because of some recent events that came up this week. Uh, wait, you should change your name, Vince, to Vince the Text Receiver instead <laughs> yes. of Vince the Attorney. Because you've been doing more of that the last few days than, uh, than, than actual cases. <laughs> Vince has been called upon... To scare us into hiding, Shuli. Yeah. He has yeah. a new job in this world. So to give everyone an idea of what the hell these guys are talking about, I've been getting texts from, I'll call the person stuttering Juan, because I don't want to reveal any identities. I don't represent sure. anyone yes. in in this case or potential case, and I'm not giving any legal advice. That's my disclaimer. But stuttering Juan. Use your imagination been, on who that might be. Right. Has for the been people at home. Te- texting me asking me if Shuli's address was accurate and it was something like Alabama and then this weird address. And I didn't even know if it was accurate or not. So I, I did the research and I got him the uh, exact address and I sent it over. Oh, good. And then, and then for Carl, he's just asking if I knew him and I haven't listened to anyone's show really in the past four months. I didn't know what stuttering Juan was talking about. So maybe we can get some more insight and I can maybe help all three of you litigate this matter or not litigate this matter if potentially possible that sounds good so iso has done me the favor of sharing the video with me that i have right here and this is the video that now this is actually stuttering john so it's no one that we're talking about on this episode what you're going to see here and, and this is so funny just a random spot that i paused it always looking like he's shitting Always, always, <laughs> it's, it's every great. time, like like it's the shit that's going to take him out. So that's the look. What happened was Shuli just put out an episode recently where him and Iso watched this video of John talking about Shuli from his Beer on the Balcony show. Now, Beer on the Balcony, as we all know, is behind a paywall. You got to subscribe on YouTube or Patreon in order to see this amazing content. Let's see what kind of content we're talking about. about. Back this yeah. up to the beginning. Now we're going to do just a very brief thing on Shuli Igar. Shuli, let me just say something to you. I don't really know you. I put you through on the phone plenty of times with Stern. All right, so you get the idea. You've already commented on this, obviously. We don't have to rehash anything. But this is a video from Beer on the Balcony that we were able to find on Reddit pretty easily. Somebody posted it up on the Dabblers Anonymous subreddit. So that would be the first issue. Was this video that both a YouTube playing or the hypothetically Muli and, and Carlos, let's say Muli and Carlos get a video. Did they get the video from the paywall? Did they pay for it and then post it? Or was it posted in the public domain and they were able to get it? That and does way? that matter? Potentially not. Most likely it doesn't. Obviously, if if Muli stole the video from John, he's facing criminal action, which Oof. is not really what we're talking about. If we're talking about infringement, it really doesn't matter technically. Mm. So if it surely would be facing criminal charges, but if he uses the video in a fair use manner, then he wouldn't be facing potentially infringement charges, uh, copyright infringement, civil case. Right. So, this, this isn't the Pamela Anderson tape, you know, this, <laughs> this is different. This well, is something well that's available. To, yeah. This is something <laughs> that's available to all. Uh, if you are, uh, you know, privy to a thing called the internet, and, uh, <laughs> and Google. Right. you know what I mean? That would be so my you, 
offense. Uh, it's not my world. That's more your world. But that's something I would say in court. Well, I, and, I, and I told Stuttering Juan that at least I didn't think Muli or, or Carlos were thieves. So I didn't know what he was talking about. So this is the video that he's claiming. You wouldn't claiming, know by the names, I'll tell you that. <laughs> this is the video he claims that that's being used and that his copyright is being infringed upon. Yeah, yeah this is the specific video. And I think what you said was not just we weren't thieves, but that we aren't hackers. I think you made it pretty yeah. clear that we're not hacking his account in order to get this this content <laughs> from him. Right. So then, I mean, in terms of criminal charges, assuming Muli and Carlos didn't steal it themselves, let's say someone did steal it and then posted it online, yeah. then if, if either of them did a show with it and it's within the fair use standards, then it's perfectly fine. There's no criminal action. And I apologize. Uh, like, I, I keep saying myself, Shuli, I'm, I was actually talking about Carlos and Muli. Is what I meant to say. Yeah, some friends we know. And I'm curious. So it sounds like Carlos and Muley, because we found this on on the internet, it's okay to transformatively use this for our show, for our content. What about the person who actually put it up on Reddit? Does does Stuttering Juan have a case against that person? Potentially for conversion, which would just be theft and has nothing to do with Muli and Carlos, assuming that you guys, those guys had nothing to do with actually stealing it. So it's a non-issue in terms of copyright infringement. Yeah, because yeah, then you'd have, to, you'd, have, you'd have to go after every single person other than Muli and Carlos who have seen this video and possibly done a reaction video to it, which, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, I haven't talked to my attorney many but uh, I'll ask you, uh, wouldn't that be fair use to react to something online uh, to, to make a video? I see quite a lot of those. Assuming that the reaction is within this standard set forth by the courts for fair use, which most likely it would be, then yes. So the theory is that if you create something, someone's not just rebroadcasting it without adding anything to it. Correct. Yeah, because so it's... You- it's interesting because I've seen people talk about Marvel movies and now Marvel movies owned by Disney, a pretty large corporation, deep pockets, a lot of attorneys on staff. You would think that if they were doing something illegal by playing clips and then commenting on it, that they would get sued into oblivion. The issue really, guys, is that there's only there's only been a handful of cases, but the most recent case came down where... A YouTuber was sued by another YouTuber for reacting to their video. Oh, and if, yeah. if Stuttering Juan would just read that case, it's Husan Zadeh. Husan Zadeh, it's a Persian name, V. Klein. And basically exactly what you just said. They were sued by a YouTuber. And the court said that you were reacting to it. You were adding something to it. Therefore, it's not a copyright infringement. So oh, that's in the legal uh, terms. That's a real popak. Right between your fingers, just falls, crumbles. There's a uh, legal precedent. What is the Popak reference? I don't know what that means. Uh, it, might, it might be, uh, it, we'll explain it offline. It's fine. It's no big deal. The people who need to know what it means, know what it means. And that's all that matters. Well, it's interesting. Uh, because... <laughs> John's attorney. Go ahead. What were you <laughs> it's saying? Interesting because I do know of an attorney named Michael Popak. <laughs> and uh, this specific attorney is in a lawsuit with SiriusXM, and yes. uh, it just went to oral arguments with a panel of three judges. I happened to listen to that. And what they kept saying to him over and over again is that there's no legal precedent. He didn't cite any cases 
that showed where there was legal precedent for the right of publicity that uh, this this is actually Stuttering John I'm talking about now, not a fictitious character, but Stuttering John is trying to sue SiriusXM for right of publicity. And the, the judges said, you know, we don't see any other cases where this has been used and uh, been successful. So it seems like if you can't find something, Minnie, that uh, people have used in the past for, uh, for what uh, Stuttering Juan is threatening, then maybe it's not a good move on his part. Probably. Yeah, to be and to be clear regarding the the Sirius XM case, I can't I can't comment on that for for various reasons. I shouldn't, but I do. Right, <laughs> right no, you guys can do whatever you want. Okay, I good. just happen to have some special connection to it, so I just can't. But in I reality, I can't comment either. I uh, cry myself to sleep every night hoping that they call me back. So I will not comment on that. So well, I'll say on. I'll say this. Think about the the interns that weren't getting paid for all those years on the show. Sure. Sure. Then were they actually signing away their rights to use their work? Most of them weren't. Now I don't like California law. I love New York law for cases like that. So assuming that someone didn't actually sign anything, that's what New York requires here. Uh, I don't know what attorney, I don't know anything that what John did uh, subsequent to me and him potentially even thinking about something like this. But to me, the people that work there and never signed the way their rights, and if they're still using their work today, potentially they have a case in under New York law. I don't know anything about California. Yeah, well, that, that's not the angle that uh, this particular pair that have teamed up for this are going after. They're using California well, it, law to write publicity. But it is interesting because they were sued by um, uh, music groups because they were playing all these songs on the 50s and 60s channel, and these musicians said, you know, well— we're not getting any royalties for you guys playing our songs every single day. And they won. And so, so for example, I know comedians that, uh, you know, have that get paid via uh, um, the comedy channel on Sirius playing their work. So I kind of see that, you know, let's say somebody worked there. Let's say they worked there for 15 years. You know, let's say every now and then some of their bits get played. On best of, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it's a little gray area there. As much as I hate to side with Stuttering Juan, but let's be honest, they don't ever play Stuttering Juan stuff. There's no. no also, there's, I should make the comment that copyright for music is very different than any other form of entertainment. Th- that's very strict. You can't run four seconds of a song on YouTube without right. there being a copyright infringement. Whereas you can play 10 seconds of a movie or 20 seconds of another video and it's fine. You can have transformative, but with music, you cannot do that. It's very different. Yeah. it makes sense too. Right. Because what can you really add to a song uh, while it's actually playing? Hmm. Well, yeah. In that, in that case, it makes sense. Unless you're doing a sweet mashup like kid rock that obviously <laughs> you're making it your own. Yeah. True. Yeah, true. All right, so let's get into this um, hypothetical text string that uh, we recently were made aware of, because it's interesting that someone who wants to bring up a legal case would start Mm. by maybe threatening said legal case as opposed to just serving the papers necessary. Right. So so whatever Carl is referring to is that I received the text message from somebody and they were asking if I represented Muli and, and Carlos, and I said I wasn't. And then 
proceeded to give me more information about the case. And then when I had referenced that, that you probably don't have a case, then that person didn't want to talk to me anymore. <laughs> and then I told that Sorry, person. wrong number. <laughs> new phone, new this. <laughs> I know what's cool. You know what I said to John? I said, John, the best thing about you is I'll tell you that you're too sensitive. And then you'll tell me that you're not sensitive. And then you will completely disregard what you said and you become sensitive again in terms of blocking people. And I think like for us, part of John's charm is that he doesn't understand that aspect of his life. Right. I mean, like if he was, if he, if let's say he listened to me, he didn't block anyone and didn't react. Then I don't think John would be that fun. And you wouldn't be, you wouldn't even have a a 5,000 subscribers Carl, because what else would you do? I mean, I only watch the videos where you make fun of John. That's the only thing anybody watches. Listen, uh, you know, I mean, he he brought out something in me that I've been sitting on for a while where I'm just like, I'm not going to react to this guy. I don't need to. He needs me to. And then finally, I was just like, he wore me down. And I'm just like, (laughs) forced your hand. I'm going to react and I'm going to and I'm going to say something here that I didn't think I'd ever say. Because you know me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm all heart. I'm a very positivity kind of guy, but it felt good. Well, I really what, liked it. I missed it. What did you actually say? I said a lot. I said about <laughs> an like what, But what was the main your main argument against him or main put down? Well, to you know, for example, in that video, he talks about how he doesn't know me. He doesn't know me other than putting my calls through, and it's like. He knows me like he knows me and he's and he's acting and then he proceeds much like every troll. They go, I hate you. Your show sucks. Yeah. And then they tell you every show that you've done and every part of every show and every line that you've said. So he he's sitting here trying to take this high road of going, I don't know you. I've never fucked with you. I've never started anything with you. And I'm like going into my phone and there's DMs of him going, why are you such a pussy? Like out of the blue, that's his hello to me. Yeah. And ironically, what you brought up a minute ago, Vince, is so funny because I this guy that started this made these videos calling me out has blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> he blocked me. Yeah, and I want to point something out, Vince, to your point. We made fun of Stuttering John's show four years ago on Who Are These Podcasts, and like most shows that we do, we just moved on. His reaction to us just kind of goofing on him, saying his show sucked, was that we're nobodies and we're losers, and so we played that, reacted to that. Next thing you know, he's going to sue us, he's going to break our legs, and this is what's really, that's why we like him, right? That's why he's engaging, because he overreacts, he's thin You know how frustrating it is? You know how frustrating it is when a nobody says you're a nobody? That's (laughs) why why I said it to him in my last episode, because I want to piss him off. Well, actually, here's the thing, because, I mean, he is right about I mean, you're not you're not a loser, but in the end, John <laughs> has has made it in this industry, the entertainment industry. You got he was on network television, so I don't think anyone really, ha- all of us, on. has. Let's let's. I mean, can we put a little <laughs> little asterisk next to the on? I mean, I'm sorry. The the odds of him, uh, anyone making it to that level, 
I know he doesn't have necessarily the financial success, but he has made it compared to everyone that's making fun no, of him. You're 100 percent right. Time you're out. I just want to say the best thing about Vince is that he trolls you when he's on the show with you. Yeah, he did that when he was John's sidekick. He did that to me when I had him on the show. He's doing it to us now. That's what I love about Vince. Like that's what makes it fun. That's what makes the conversation fun. I don't know why John fired you from that role because you were great as his sidekick he's, or he's co-host. Great. He's yes. great. Mini, Mini is a Minson is a real prick. Don't deal with that. <laughs> yeah, that guy's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the thing with John is, is my personality and my shtick would never work with with his because I will go against him. I just heard him saying, and maybe Shuli, you can get a reaction. I guess Howard's saying that everyone in the grand old party, any any Republican now is crazy for the most part. And before you react, I'll say that I have years and years of audio from Stern. He's always been a general election Democrat, no matter what, uh, except for right after 9-11, he, was, he wanted to bomb everyone. And he was with uh, Bush. But for the most part, actually, for all the part, he is a Democrat in terms of general election, not local. The presidential election, he has always been a Democrat, which is common amongst Long Island Jews, not Las Vegas Jews. So right. it's not something that's uncommon. So now he's bashing people for being Republican, basically saying that if you're Republican, you're you're crazy. Oh, Senator John might sue him. That's his shtick. Watch yeah. out. Uh, copyright infringement. <laughs> well, that's what John started. After John listed and named the 100 people that are in his chat room, then he said, well, I don't usually uh, agree with Howard Stern, but, uh, you know, I think that the GOP, all everyone in the GOP is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's his whole that's his whole thing now. He's probably said that Howard Stern stole that from him. I've heard him say that before. I know Gary's listening to my show and then telling him what to say. You know, we're we're in such a crazy time in this world where, you know, you got all these people on both sides that are that are all crazy. And then and then today I see on Twitter a video from the rapper Redman, who I've been listening to since I was sixteen telling everybody stop watching the news and stop picking a side and just fucking go out and live life Amen. and it's crazy to me how how like just we just whirlpooled into this fucking thing man and people are so deep they're so far howard talked about filling potholes with executed fucking prisoners as one of his running platforms in new york like you know i get that people change and people evolve but fuck man it, it, you know he made such a hard left and he's all in now. He's like, I don't give a fuck if I lose, let's say 40% of my audience. Cause they're Republicans. Uh, fuck them. Like he's just, he's all in. Well, the math's and pretty easy. Yell, but, the know. math's pretty easy on this one, Julie. That would be 40 people. So I yeah. think that's fine. All right. I don't know. They didn't, they still haven't worked out a whole ratings thing there yet, but uh, they're working on it. So my friend and my, yeah, I want to get the actual ratings for the show now, like the real ratings, like how many people are actually watching. And my friend works in the IT department there, like high up, but he still won't reveal that information to me. Yeah, you got to get Putin in the mix if you want those numbers, dude. You're going to have to have some Russian cyber action going on because they ain't looking to share those anytime soon, I'll tell you that. I do know this, Vince, because there was that article that came out in the New York Post and uh, well, it, probably a year and a half ago now, it was, it was a pretty big deal when it came out. And what was cited in that is that they did a survey of people who have a subscription to SiriusXM, and fewer than 10% of those people said they subscribed for Howard Stern. And if you had taken the same survey in 2007 or 2012, you're going to be over 90%. 
So like, the audience has definitely shrunk quite a bit. Based and, on that, that. and that's just that's listening on Sirius, right? Even even another example, I did one episode of uh, Your Mom's House, yeah, and that YouTube video has more hits than all of my YouTube videos from the show that I've been on in clips or whatever to promote put together. All of them, just one episode. So I know they're trying. That's that's their like big thing to get people, you know, to get the online. But like you can't do that by turning off comments and and not letting people say what they want to say. Oh, Sirius doesn't allow you to comment on oh, their Twitter oh, account. Do. No, oh, or, I don't know about Instagram, but it, Twitter account you can't. Uh, Stern Show account, hell no. So getting back to Stuttering John real quick, I was looking for this clip. I was going back to some old episodes of WATP. I wasn't able to find it because we've talked about him for many hours now, but. There was a time when I played this song on my show that John had played on his show. He grabbed the acoustic guitar and he's singing and he's playing and he screwed it up really bad. It was really embarrassing. So we had some fun with it. So John gets on with Royce, who was his co-host at the time. And he says, they're not allowed to play my song. They can't do that. And Royce goes, yeah, I'm not worried about that. Like we play clips from Howard Stern. And John's response was, yeah, because they're talking about me. So of course Uh I'm going to play clips. If they're talking about me, so now he's talking about Shuli behind yeah. his paywall. Shuli yeah. plays it, reacts to it, and now I guess that law has changed in his mind or something. Like, why does he think this is different? Was it the song that starts with "Poor little Jew boy thought he was a coon"? <laughs> no, but I have recently talked about that one too. Shuli, do you know? Do you even know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the song yeah, okay. that couldn't believe Howard didn't put on the album, right? <laughs> on private parts that he came up. Was it that was, the one? It was actually no. when he was an intern, he wrote it and he wanted it to be the show's theme song. Right. And he couldn't. I just remember he was shocked that Howard wasn't into it. I can't believe they goofed the lyrics. Out of it, it, it's, it's super blatant, even for the time. We have to get that song up. It is, it is amazing. You guys talk. I'll find it. I have it. I have it. Here. Yeah. I was like, you're on the one show that you'll have that in about 35 yeah, seconds. Yeah. Let me give you a second. Yeah. He, he's, because poor little Jew boy thought he was a coon. And I forgot how the hook goes. <laughs> well, I mean, that's you really remember the most important part, <laughs> in my opinion. People, is... You play, you say those verses to people, and they're not after you finish. Thought he was a coon. People aren't like, I wonder what the chorus is like. <laughs> and back to our uh, politics being divided. I can't stand when people say, "Well, everyone needs to come together and, and act as not one." That. I mean, I, I know I know a few places where that happened. Uh, Germany, for example. <laughs> where everyone just supports one person. <laughs> right, right. I, and I get our system benefits from everyone being dug in, and the end product generally is what makes the country great. It sucks because half the people are Republican, half are Democrat. That's great. Right. And you're never going to change most of those people anyway. So it's right. really the rub that comes out of that conflict. And we are pussies compared to, let's say, even with in terms of Hamilton. Uh, you know how they settled their disputes? I mean, they went across this river over here and dueled when they yeah. had a political issue, like right? Like and what men. do we do? <laughs> what do we do? I send the send the tweet. I duel on Call of Duty. Uh, Carl hates it, but that's where I duel like a man. But oh, I'm good. Can we talk about that for the next twenty five minutes, please? Uh, Can't wait to hear it. about it. Don't so make what me happened? Sue with, you, dude. So this song, <laughs> the, although it's not so controversial, it was really John's like first week or two, and as an intern. And he came up with a few songs. This was the first one where he really thought Howard was going to love it. Mm -hmm. And that's why it it was so controversial at the time. And let me just thank you, by the way, uh, Juan, 
for uh, bringing us together. I haven't talked to Vince in a while, so I appreciate the text. It's helped uh, bring us back together. Nice. Yeah, what I recommend is that eventually you get John on with you, and that should be fun. I don't know if he'll if he'll. Agree I made him it. an offer my last episode. You did. I, uh, yeah, I yeah but you're assuming he watches it or, or he'll get it. I really got to convey it to him so he actually can say yes or no. Well, I don't have his number. Can you get me his address? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, what's funny is that so Stuttering John likes to hide behind the I don't listen to his show. I don't know what they're up to, but the people tell me. Well, you know, I have my moderators and they tell me what's going on. So they'll tell him ridiculous shit that he just automatically believes. And it gives him an out on things. He can be like, what did they say about me? What were they saying about my kids? Like nothing. But we used to do a thing with uh, when we were on the Killers of Comedy show, we used to do a thing where we would uh, they would just be wild fucking heckling assholes in the crowd. And we didn't want to be the asshole. So we'd be like. Hey guys, listen, management said they're going to throw people out if you heckle. We, we don't want anybody to get thrown out. So, But really, in our head, we're like, somebody's got to calm these fucking animals down. Uh, just so everyone knows, we had an echo going. And I did call, I just watched one of your shows where you were making fun of someone for echoing and echoing back and, and yeah. the triple echo and the echo forever. So, yeah, I think it's it's cleared up now, though. That's what's great about Carl's show is, is he's a man of the people. He makes fun of the people's problems because he lives through the people's problems well, as well. What I like to say is clean it up and post. I make mistakes, <laughs> yeah. too. Is, and then I make is, it seem like I didn't. That's the key that to success true. right there. What if I were to play this right Here's now? Here's a story about a Jew's success. Do 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 up do 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 up. He grew up with blacks. His mind was a mess. Poor little Jew boy thought he was a coon. After dancing the horror, he had nowhere to go. Do 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 up do 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 up. Who would have thought he'd be king of radio? Hell to King Howard. Howard is the king. Howard, Howard, Howard Stern. Ty Scott Muni to a pole, light a match and watch him burn. I mean, let's face it, Scott Muni's throat is a mess. Soupy Sales needs an enema and Scott Shannon wears a dress. Now this is a theme song, so you'd think that that'd be over at that point. No. He starts verse number two. Well, Howard said we see ya to NBC. Do do um do up do do um do up. It seemed they got jealous of his popularity. Do do um do up do do um do up. Now Howard makes more money than ever before. Do do um do up do do um do up. He's the king, great top rate ratings whore. Howard is a slut. He's a rich ruling slut. Howard, Howard, Howard Stern. Ty Scott Muni to a pole light a match and watch him burn. I mean, let's face it, Scott Muni's throat is a mess. Soupy Sales needs an enema and Scott Shannon wears a dress. Why was why were the choruses the same? If you're writing like a, a fun <laughs> satirical song, you want to add more jokes, right? And the second chorus. He, he- you know who he should sue is the guy who recorded his audio for the book that looked at him after that take and went, we got it. Yeah, That's the guy it. you should sue. You guys are such haters. I want to see what you did when you were 20 walking into <laughs> a major show. That was a great fucking song. It's a great it song. <laughs> and, and actually, he, didn't, he does an English accent in that part, too, which is cool. 
I want to see what you guys are doing. Behind the shitty music with Vinny. Please. Shuey, to your point, I like to think that he did take 20 or 30 takes at that, and they're like, all right, this is the best one. We'll use this one. We are on a budget here. We got to move on. I think after take 14, the guy's like, I'll put it all together and send it to you. (laughs) Yeah, we'll figure it out in post. We got it. Yeah. So the song you played, I guess John sang. Poor little Jubei thought he was a coon for his book, but the actual song itself is really good, a lot better than than what you played for us. And in fairness to John, that was his like first week on the on the job, so yeah, he was kissing Howard's ass. But the the thing was, he didn't realize that saying "poor little Jubei thought he was a coon" would be offensive and, <laughs> and not necessarily appropriate uh, for him to actually do. He also yeah, well. he also says, "I didn't think this was funny. I just knew that Howard would think it was funny." He likes right. to pretend like, yeah, I'm also very offended by this. I got Vince is painting a picture like he just walked off a farm and into the city <laughs> and, and into a building. And he's like, he didn't know any better. He's, you know, Jew boys and coons. I mean, what are you gonna well, do? You, you can't fault the guy. Well, let me ask you this, uh, Vince. So theoretically, there's a guy named Stuttering Juan who wrote an autobiography. And then, and then he made it available. <laughs> Uh, where you could you could download it. So I went ahead and purchased this, and I've been doing an ongoing series on uh, Patreon, but I put some stuff up on YouTube too, where I've been listening to Suttering Juan's book and kind sure. of deconstructing it. Now, this is something that costs money. It's not a paywall, but you know, it's a similar type of concept. He has not gone after me for that. Why is that? I don't know, but in New York, there is an exception for... <laughs> audio read by a book so there's different types of of copyright and obviously this is something where someone's reading a book so it's actually an automatic uh victory if he would bring it and then the damages per page or i think are seventy five thousand per page i don't know if you're <laughs> if you're lying to me that you're actually doing that but i mean i wouldn't let john starting juan know that so I, i'm i'm playing clips of it i'm not playing playing pages at a time i'm playing clips and, uh, the court does not care. I mean, if it's transformative, if content. you're reading, it's similar to a song. If you're reading a book, it's it's called per se liability with the well, per I page. Li- I don't want to argue with you about the law, sir, but I don't think that's true because if you're using it to review or if you're using it to um, critique, you can certainly take passages of a book and print them in a newspaper. As you're reviewing or critiquing a book, that's perfectly legal. Look, if that's what you think the law is, I'm, I'm just saying I wouldn't let broadcast this to John because those are the easiest lawsuits to win. When it comes to a lawsuit like John is threatening, oh, Juan is threatening with our friends Mooley and Carlos. Yeah. Um, what, what? So how does that work? Like, what's the process of that? What does he do? And then what's the next step? And what can they do? Uh, if they wanted to find out, you know, or get involved in gotcha. this lawsuit, what are some of the pros and cons for each side, I guess, right. is what I'm asking. So anyone with about $300 can file a lawsuit. Oh, so we're they're fine. <laughs> All right. So this is going to be a few months then. Okay, good. So you at least need $300. And then you actually file a complaint, and then you too would get served. You don't serve it through a random person like... <laughs> Mini, you have to go to the person and have it served in person or potentially via mail. Now, there's an issue for you guys. Assuming Mooley and Carlos don't live in California, then there's a whole issue whether the court has jurisdiction over both of those two. (laughs) 
And then they will look at your connection to the state of California, if that's where Stuttering Juan lived. But let's does, say Stuttering does, Can I just ask real quick, does the person filing the lawsuit usually go around asking for the persons that they're suing's address? Is yes, that a normal? That's totally normal. normal. That's whatever oh, that's okay. what we always do. We just ask random people if that's where <laughs> the address is. And then for whatever reason, we don't file the suit. We just yeah. ask that. Yeah. yeah. I missed so, that episode of Perry Mason. Go ahead. So let's just say John <laughs> wins the case. He then has to prove damages no matter what. Right. So there are a thing called statutory damages, which we were talking about with Carl, that are automatic. But then he's got to show actual loss. So in theory, Mooley and Carlos would have access to discovery, which would include starting Juan's tax returns. If he has any businesses, the incorporation documents, the corporate bank accounts and the corporate tax returns as well. So any type of financial information that he's claiming that he lost money because of, he would have to produce before you would actually get to some dollar amount. What if stuttering Juan's hiding stuff in offshore accounts (laughs) in other, in other, in in theory, since he's the plaintiff, he wouldn't really matter so much because he has to prove with documents how much he actually lost because you stole one of you guys stole his, his beer on the balcony. Would stuttering Juan have to open up his books before the uh, actual trial would begin? Yes, and there's two parts of a case. Liability, were you guys liable for violating his copyright? Mm -hmm. Let's say it wasn't deemed to be fair use, and then damages come. So he's got to prove what amounts he was damaged. So at that point, uh, documents would have already been exchanged, yes, and then he would have to use those documents to prove, and then you would go through his bank accounts, all of his YouTube accounts, any type of financial accounts from YouTube or any other place where he gets money, Patreon, you're entitled to all that information. And then you would do your analysis to determine if, let's say, Carlos did steal it and he did infringe on John's rights. How much did he lose based upon his bank account? Mm, okay. All right. So, so you would get all that information, including uh, tax returns as well. Here's a fun what question. What if the bank account's at a loss already? <laughs> How, then what do you do? What if he's overdrawn? <laughs> right, right. You go, we didn't do this one. <laughs> All right, here's a fun okay. question for you, Vince. So let's say that discovery happens. We're opening up our books to each other, and I get to see specifically how much money the stuttering Juan character makes on Patreon and through YouTube. Could I use that information to, like, have a goof on my show or, you know, maybe play, well, like, a, a contest? To it? Could, could, he, could Carl react to something Carlos yeah. and Mooley found out? Yeah, that's a good question. Can I react to it? Generally, yes. So everything that yes! is in a lawsuit is public and it's it's public for a reason, right? We don't want to keep things private, even though you may not want them to be private. The public needs to see and we need to react to it uh, going forward based upon the precedent it sets. The only issue would be maybe you would have to redact his social security number. You would have to redact sure. his social security number maybe. on his tax returns. Oh, okay. But but the amounts and everything else most likely are going to be in the papers. So anyone who has access to the to the court Guys, file coming this fall, the the <laughs> the Mooley and Carlos show <laughs> available on all platforms. So here's what I'm thinking: we have a uh, a game that we play. We have to guess how much money. Starring Juan makes off of YouTube. And, uh, you know, it's like Price is Right rules. Closest yeah. without going over. Well, I we can get how many, how many subscribers does he have? 
There's no way to know. As far I as mean, paid, there's no way. No, no, to know. the actual just YouTube subscriber. Well, he makes money off of pe- people who actually subscribe and pay for YouTube, and then he makes money on Patreon. I, I, I know how they make. I know how people make money off YouTube. I was just oh, asking okay. how many subscribers. He were. actually makes money off of Carlos because uh, people go to his show after listening to Carlos. <laughs> this is true. I think he has like yeah. thirteen thousand fans. I think he, he's had that number I, for years. I think realistically, he owes us more than we owe him. <laughs> no I shit. think at this point, if we were going to tally everything up, especially with Carlos bringing over so many people to his show, I mean, think of how many trolls have donated to him just to troll him. Yes, like, people I know, friends of mine have done it. I know. That's what I'm saying. So you add all those donations up plus subscriptions, I think we have a case. <laughs> It's interesting you bring up because in that case that I told you about the Klein case where the YouTuber was sued by another YouTuber, the court basically said that, yes, part of copyright law is the ability to create future work. And and that includes jobs that are being created now by people that are reacting to other work. So, yes, it's a part of the analysis whether you're actually adding value to John's work I'm using work as a copyright. Well, work. we're not yeah. hurting it any. I can tell you that. <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah. Let's look at again. Let's get another example of some of this uh, copyrighted work that John's so proud of. Behind the paywall. Behind the paywall. This is what you get. This is an advertisement right now, everybody. If you want to subscribe yeah. on Sorry John's Patreon or through YouTube, this is what you get that no one else does. Never had a problem with you ever. Uh, the desktop Never. audios. Uh, not working. Never said anything bad about you. You know, I didn't know you. What you know? What does that say? I could tell you a lot. Of, I could say a lot of bad things about you. You know, from what I hear from, you know. Uh, oh, the audio's not coming through now because I had to turn that yeah, off yeah, yeah. so that yeah. you guys could hear what was going on. All right, it'll it'll work in post. That'll be fine. It's all it's, good. It's he's just uh, he's he's. This is literally. I've never seen somebody get an infomercial and be upset about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he's, right. Exactly. We're literally giving him an infomercial, and he's like, hey, take that down immediately. I don't want anybody knowing about me. Vince, I have another question um, as it relates to uh, to the law. So let's say this Stuttering Juan character has a copyright for the Stuttering John podcast. Mm -hmm. Does that mean there's a copyright for anything any piece of material that comes out from the Stuttering John podcast? Does that mean he's copyrighted the name of the show and no one else could put out a show called the Stuttering John podcast? Yeah, I mean, that's more of a technical question. There's a difference between trademark and and copyright, and that's outside my scope of because I'm more into litigation. So I'm not sure where where, what are you really asking? I guess my point is, can we assume that he owns some type of copyright for this work just because he's the one who did it? Like, just talking on the internet does not mean that you own that. You've put it out on the internet. You need to, like, file for a copyright, I would think. Well, and and there's also third parties that you're putting it out through, right? There's, like, Zoom or StreamYard or whatever system you're using. Like, who's to say that they don't own it because it's on their platform? Yeah, but I wouldn't necessarily use that argument if you were ever to get sued. The, the The real issue is, are you using it in a fair use manner? Well, yeah, the answer that, to me. The answer to that, it's obviously yeah. So that's yeah. why I'm just trying to explore other reasons why this guy's an idiot. And that's fair. And that's fair. That's how I like to use my time. And that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. It's fair for him. <laughs> 
Well, right. I, I, you know, part of me has never uh, wanted to be sued more in my life <sighs> I know. Uh, than right now. Especially if it's on... both of us at the same time. You know how much fun that would be? Oh, my God. Oh, I we do, can we, hypothetically, could Mooley and Carlos stream on Twitch IRL uh during the court proceeding how oh, do we get the court proceedings to yes. be televised well how does that work you, you generally won't assuming he's going to see you in federal court and uh, court that uh, does not allow for any type Fuck. of recording <laughs> we gotta, get a, hold, we gotta get a hold of springer springer's putting anybody on let's I move know to california com- i'll move yeah. to california if we can make this a state case judy wapner let's find them somebody's out <laughs> yes. there one of my other famous clients was Benji's old girlfriend. Remember that girl who was really Ivy? skinny? Yeah. So Ivy, Ivy Supersonic, she yeah. recorded the Madoff hearing in audio and got busted. So, really? Yeah. We eventually got it, or she got it dismissed or just got it squashed. But yeah, she got in trouble for the audio recording of it. She went in there and did it. <laughs> I no, it was awesome. Listen, when you're when you're when you're a super skinny chick with a squirrel tattoo on your neck, you're gonna stick out uh, in a courtroom. Probably not best to have a recorder. It's like that What's <laughs> Happening episode with the Doobie Brothers. It just did it fall out of her trench coat when she stood up? So John's saying he doesn't know you. What type of interaction have you had with John from the beginning? <laughs> Biblically? Uh, no, I knew him at first from calling into the show. He was the first one that tipped me off. He would say, Julie, Howard loves your stuff. He loves your stuff. Keep calling in. So I did. And we had met um, face-to-face at a stand-up comedy show out in Vegas. Um, we met again out in New York when I went out there to do to sit in on the show for the first time. So, yeah, we had met a few times. We knew of each other. We we weren't best pals, but he definitely knew me and I knew him. Yeah. So basically I was the- I was the guy he called when he left his uh VHS cassette of his uh street interviews that he used to play before his set when he would go up and do stand up, he'd play 15 minutes of this uh highlight reel from the Stern show and then go up and do 7 minutes. And so he forgot it at the hotel, and and he knew me then to call me and ask me to go get it for him, which I did. What hotel was it? Palace Station. Oh God! Yeah, you, Carl, do you know what Palace Station is? No, I've not been there. Picture like the worst, <laughs> the worst shitty casino amongst all beautiful casinos, and that's yeah. it. I even know they had rooms there. So wait, it was on the yeah. Strip. Yeah, it's, it's, technically. It's a little behind the street. It's literally okay. right next to the freeway. It's right okay. next to the like if you veered off the freeway and wanted to kill yourself, you'd end up in their buffet. I've been I've it's been to right Vegas a dozen times and I've never even heard of that place. Yeah, yeah. it's that it's at best a local stop. And okay. even locals don't like fucking going there. How'd you get it back? I I went in there and I just started I talked to the front desk. I, he goes, I schmoozed, he goes man. do you know the fuck Stuttering John is? If he has to come yeah. down here and get it, you're not gonna be happy. I and I was like, I just schmoozed him. I just talked I just talked to him like a, like there was I wasn't taking no for an option. I was gonna get this video for him. Uh, you know, because he was telling me he's like, dude, if they find out that I have this thing on the road, he's gonna kill me, he's gonna lose it, blah, blah, blah. I felt bad for him. Did you get to go up to the room, or did they actually send someone up they, there? No, they sent someone up and brought it, brought it to. I'm me. just curious where he actually left it. 
<laughs> yeah, that I don't know. And, uh, because there's stories that already tells where John leaves leaves ten thousand dollar checks on the on the floor yeah. of the motel <laughs> yeah. and things yeah. like that. So I don't know why you guys are always hating on John. Man, these are like He's classic stories, yeah. and it's it's, it's entertaining are, they are to classic me. Classic stories. The classic John, I'm a huge fan of. I, so why don't you leave him alone? It. I mean, why are you guys always stealing his shit and picking on him for real? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what is the real beef you have with him? Hey, who are you not representing here? <laughs> yeah, Us seriously. Or so, I mean, Vince, I, I wanted to ask you something else, and maybe I should have tipped you off before we did this, but are you familiar with Brendan Schaub? Yeah. Okay. He's a spider, right? Yeah, he mm-hmm. was a UFC guy, yeah. and now he's transitioned into podcasting and comedy, and he gets picked on quite a bit by the internet. There's actually a, uh, a pretty large subreddit that uh, hammers him on a daily basis, and this Kid, and that's not fair, Carl. He gets picked on from stand-up comics as well, not oh, just the. Internet. That's very true. Yes, good point. Yeah, he made a comment that he is Eskimo buddies or Eskimo brothers with Dana White. Do you know what that that yeah, statement means? Means they fucked the same girl. Okay. Do you know who they fucked or who he claims they fucked? Oh, it's interesting. All right, I'll think about it. Ronda, Ronda Rousey. Yes. Yeah, because I I did hear that uh, they had gotten together at one point. I was oh. going to guess Muli Carlos. But that was, <laughs> He's I a better was, man cool. than me, man. I wouldn't be able to handle that. <laughs> I just saw another case out of Vegas uh, related. Dana White won his lawsuit against the boyfriend of a stripper in Brazil that was suing him for banging his girlfriend. It's like, do you really want to win that case and have to go home to your wife and explain? We once we once were c- contemplating filing against Ashley Madison yeah. for the data breach, yeah. but we couldn't find one goddamn plaintiff to actually file the case. Of the millions of guys that were on there cheating, one of them was willing to go public and say, hey, I'll be the lead plaintiff in the case. I'm surprised because I feel like a lot of them lost their marriages over that because their name had already leaked at that point. You'd think that a few of them would be better and you can still a guy could still lie his way out of that it's tough <laughs> to put on a three-piece suit and be like i'm not doing anything today you know i got it for another and how cool is this once we point. file and then it settles the the name plaintiffs are the name plaintiffs you can generally find the name plaintiff but the millions of guys will get a check for four dollars in the mail <laughs> what do you what do you do when you get that check yeah it's not uh, as discreet as you want it to be why are you getting yeah. paid from this website? I don't know. They'll give it to everyone. <laughs> so anyway, just to uh, finish up my... Way, yeah, tell, tell him about Brendan Schaub. So to finish I up my thought, because I yeah. want to get your take on this. So Brendan Schaub is goofed on by a lot of different people and, and clowned. Well, recently, this guy named Kyle, who has a show, you might have seen his show on YouTube before. He used to go by Saiyan Z. Now he's unique or uniqueness. He's, he's kind like of a, a mumbler. Zinny in training, kind <laughs> he's, of. He's a bit of a mumbler, and uh, he likes to talk about Howard Stern and Opie and Anthony and all these kind of things. So he was playing clips from Brendan Schaub's show and and clowning him a little bit. Brendan Schaub filed a lawsuit, got his entire YouTube channel taken down, and now they're in a legal battle over it. So this sounds similar to what we were talking about with your other uh, case law precedent, but I wasn't yeah, sure if you knew about this. I didn't know about it, but... The Sans guy, does he have a, a lisp or something weird yes. about his, the way yeah, yeah, he yeah. talks? Yeah. Actually, I had a, we had to take something down with him. And we, we filed for, for a copyright complaint against him just through YouTube because he was using one of our Artie videos, one of my son's videos, actually. Oh, no kidding. We, okay. we found Artie, 
in when he was doing his time working in the gas station. I've seen for, that video. Yeah. So God, I, I hate that video, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything else to do. So what I did was I wrote on a $20 bill, like not, not for drug use or drug dealer don't accept or something like that. And, you <laughs> yeah. know, like not, oh, not valid for drugs. And right. I gave it to him. He's like, who the hell is this guy? But yeah, we had to hunt them down and find them uh, to see where he was and if he was still alive or not. But yeah. So the reason uh, why so- I bring this up is because. The, what's happened from this case, and I actually had that guy Kyle on my show recently. Shuli was there, and Kyle said that even though there is some paperwork because they showed it to YouTube, which is why YouTube took down his channel, he says that he hasn't been served yet. And I don't know if that was just a move that Brendan did just to get him to shut up, but it's totally backfired on Brendan because everyone now, like YouTubers who have millions of followers are now talking about this and everyone's goofy on this guy who claims to be a comedian and against cancel culture, who's now suing people for goofing on him. And a lot of times I feel like these types of lawsuits kind of backfire on the people who file them. Potentially. Uh, he has some money so he can hire potentially decent attorneys. Right. But look at the public. If you're telling me people with millions of subscribers are talking about him, even if it's negative, I think it's probably more valuable that he's doing it. I get what you're saying in terms of filing the lawsuit. Generally speaking, it's not a good idea in, in this context, especially if you're not talking about a lot of money. You're going to waste yeah. a lot of money if you actually have an attorney. You don't need an attorney to file. You can do it yourself. Uh, but be prepared to present all of your financial data to whoever you're filing if you are successful. So you have to get to that point. And most people won't get to that point if you're following the fair use laws that are applicable to YouTube and, and any other type of work. Well, it's interesting because this uh, stuttering Juan character that we were talking about earlier did put in a complaint through YouTube to try to have some of my videos taken down. And YouTube told him that this fell under fair use and they said they would not be taking them down. And I'm wondering why wouldn't the first move be a cease and desist? Yeah. So there's some technicalities regarding infringement. They don't have to do it, but it would give you the opportunity to cease and desist uh, what they feel is an infringement on their rights. Yeah. And that has to do with damages as well. I mean, if you didn't receive that, then I'd say you're okay. But he could still file. Just because YouTube makes its determination doesn't prevent John from or Juan from filing against Carlos. No, but it should discourage it. him. <laughs> if YouTube's going, yeah, no, we watch this. It's fine. You would think that would discourage uh, Mr. Juan a little bit. Yeah, but YouTube has no jurisdiction over civil matters, and they could, they're they a private organization. They don't have to allow any videos on their platform if they don't want to. I know, so, and, and yet they're allowing me to keep my video up. All they do is take people down all the time. That's what, that's what YouTube <laughs> right. is famous for at this point. Yeah. And even they're like, you don't have a case here, buddy. What are you doing? I, uh, Vince, in your expertise, in your opinion, I have offered uh, Stuttering Juan uh, or John, either of them, to come on my program and to speak face-to-face. Um, in your opinion, do you think I'm making a mistake? What are your thoughts on that? No, I think that would be cool. Why Why would it be a mistake? It would be fun, mm-hmm. and it would be great for both channels to, to cross over. And at this point, at th- these levels, it's what you should be doing. And will John do it? I don't know. But uh, I can maybe 
ask him the next time he threatens one of you, one of Mooley or, or yeah. Carlos. Next time he sends a threat, uh, ask him if he'd want to come on my show and what's his address, please. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, by the way, Sheila, I have that information. I'll give it to you offline. Thank you. Also, it's funny that you bring that up, Vince, because you're right. That's what he should be doing at this point. Is he not aware of radio wars? Did he grow up in this? That's how you both grow each other's channels is by having some back and forth, not just like, they better shut up or I'll sue them. Like, what? That's no fun. He does radio wars differently. He (laughs) starts them and then blocks the people he started them with. Yeah, I know. What is It's a different kind of war. It goes back to the the original point with John is if if you want to get him to change, he wouldn't be as fun. So, yeah, that would be the normal thing to do. But he's not going to do it, and that's just his personality. He'll never do that. Based so, tr- translation of what Vince just said, if John were a smart man, he wouldn't be as fun to make fun of. Yes, I agree. Right. Good point. Right. Making a right. lot of points here, Vince. That was Minnie that said that, not Vinny. <laughs> not Vinny. Vinny's a friend of, yeah. of John. <laughs> You're talking shit! <laughs> well, how many times has John, well, Shuli, has he said to you, you guys get into a fight, you're never talking again, and then a few months later, he can come back and he'll talk with you? But not a lot of those with us. It was more of like, he wouldn't talk to me, and then he would go on his show and claim that I leaked a summit video of the serious summit meeting, and then he wouldn't, and then and then he wouldn't talk to me again. And then he'd send me a DM asking what hotel we're staying at in LA that he's going to come and hold and on, get Shuley, us. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So when he said that you're the one who leaked that video, you were still an employee of the Howard Stern show and a serious. And 100%. saying that could have obviously put your job in jeopardy. I assume that he then went on and apologized for that mistake. Never. Never oh, once. Wait, what? Never once. Not only that, there was another thing he said. And I'm not going to bring it up because, you know, the person's still employed there. But he accused somebody there of something. And this person came to me in a panic. In a panic. They're going, I cannot lose this job. I I don't know what he's talking about. I've I've never fucking talked to this guy. I've never like that that it's not somebody from his past that he knew. This was this was somebody he had never face to face interacted with before. And he accused them of something. And this person He had never met going, this person before? Never. Never. <laughs> yeah. And he and, and this person's like, What do I do? What what if they call me in the office? What if and I go Nobody listens to this fucking guy, so don't worry about it. If That's I didn't bullshit. get called, I, I was listening, and I I know that he never necessarily said it. Sorry, you were nobody the actual... normal listens to this uh, guy, <laughs> right? Go ahead. He never said that you were the actual leak, but he was sort of implying it from my recollection that potentially you would have been. Mm. So, and then he was also implying that I guess people, Marcy was hooking up with somebody else or something like that, something to that effect. I don't know if that's what you're referring to, but truly when that, after that summit video was leaked, was there any talk in the office about it? (laughs) Oh yeah. There had to be, right? I don't know. No, there was a big, there was a meeting uh, where (laughs) it's funny. They did this like good cop, bad cop, worse cop routine. (laughs) What do you Where, mean? So we're all we're all in the studio, right? That's fine. I've never told this before. This is why he's a fucking lawyer. This piece of shit. He's good. So uh, I uh, we're in the studio after the show, and the amount of times everyone gets called into the studio after the show to be told you guys are doing a great job is zero. Right. So everybody's nervous, and 
it opens up with um I'm trying to think. Howard was not there, number one. This was the upper tier management. And it starts with Marcy. And she's the good cop. And she's going, you know, some stuff has come out. Uh, we have an idea, you know, of where this came from. But if anybody here, if it was an accident, if if whatever, you know, now's your chance. You know, come talk to us. We'll work this out. I, she's like, listen, I don't believe anybody here would do something like this. That, that's just my, and everybody's like, okay, cool. And then it goes to uh, <laughs> to uh, Gary. And Gary's like, I think it is somebody here. And Gary's like, you know, and now everybody's assholes start puckering up. And he's like, you know, and, and let me tell you something. If we find out, it's not going to be good for you. It's not going to be good. And then it goes to uh, Jeremy, you know, uh, and and he was like, he flat out was just like, hey, we'll make sure you don't ever work in this industry again, basically. <laughs> How are you going to get someone yeah. to confess? <laughs> I love that. It's like you're doing it Here's, wrong. <laughs> every single person, whether they smoke cigarettes or not, came downstairs to the smoking area afterwards outside the building. And we're just like, what the fuck was that, dude? What the fuck was that? Who was the bad cop? Jerry? Jeremy. Jeremy who, Coleman. Um, who is that? He's one of the executives up there. He was he was involved with uh, a lot of the talk channels, O and A, and then he moved over. He took over uh, Tim's spot, basically. So it was a video that we actually see you in, and right. obviously it was being purposely. Damn it, I, I, I missed that part of the video. <laughs> Well, it was obviously being recorded. Did you see the cameras there recording? No, no, I, I didn't see anybody. First of all, that meeting, you know, as as eye opening as it was for everybody who watched it. Imagine sitting there. You know, none of us knew what we were going into. Like we knew he wanted to go in like another direction. We had had a few smaller meetings before and we knew we were kind of going in a different direction, a little bit more guest heavy, I guess. Um but we had no idea that all these changes were coming and all the and By these way, people I, are coming. Can I point out yeah. the biggest takeaway for Shuli after that meeting? She has to wear a button-up shirt. That was it. He's really like, what was. the fuck? This is, this is outrageous. Like, well, no, it, I, 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 I didn't have a problem with it till we lost Howard TV. And now I'm like, we're not on TV. I should be able to come in here in a fucking, you know, a, a onesie. Who gives a shit? Does the Jeff yeah, the Drunk so, Puppet have to be dressed up too, or how does this work? <laughs> what, did they ever find out who who released it? Yeah, spill no, it. they never. Spill I mean, it, what's you that? know, you know who it is. Spill it. No, I have an idea. I don't know for sure who it is, and and I have an idea, but I don't want to say who it is. What's their uh, name? Rhyme with? <laughs> it doesn't rhyme with Mooley. I can tell you that. <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting. the The recording was probably going to be used for future training, I would think. It wasn't our secret recording. <laughs> no, future I'm not training of, of how not to do it. <laughs> what do you mean? Like I, that zero? No, I have zero problem with that. I mean, I know people think that it's like the worst thing ever, but when you're moving a lot of people in one direction or another, it's common to have that type of. Oh, there my, was no that that video was not from any type of camera that anyone had knowledge was there. That was filmed on the download by somebody. It was a steady camera, though. That seemed it like it was steady, set up. Though, I, I'm telling you, I, maybe, let's say this, maybe the person who filmed it 
worked in television. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> they point. had experience. <laughs> Good point. Does the name rhyme with Mug or was he gone already? No, it, it wasn't Doug, no. Mug Badstein? Yeah. <laughs> No, you know what, uh, Vince? I know what you mean. I've, I've been in the corporate world. Now you have those types of presentations. My biggest problem with it was that PowerPoint deck. Those slides are fucking terrible. There was just all words. There was nothing interesting going on. At least pick a theme. Make it interesting. Yeah, you bring up a good point that's totally unrelated to this. But if you're doing any type of PowerPoint, I say the max is five words. Yes. I mean, if you get away with one word, too. But so many people just write and write and write and it distracts the viewer who's either reading or listening. They're not, they're not listening to you because they're reading the thing. But I mean, Howard was making the point there and he's a type A type person. And those are the hardest to give presentations because they want to put everything up there. And they just right. And obviously he's an entertainer too, so he, un he understands part of that. But to me, the way that he was moving the company, that's it's his business, right? If you don't like it, start your own company and you do it the way you want to do it. Uh, that was that was my take on it. Hey, you just so, think of something. Parts. Oh, God. Oh, sure. Go ahead, please. Well, what I was going to say, one of the greatest parts of that whole meeting was, you know, this was a big, big meeting. Like we had, we've only had like one or two of these big summit meetings, every department from his world you know, in one spot, meaning, you know, the people that are offsite archiving shit for them and, and working, you know, in other offices and stuff all under one roof. And so we're all, we're all coming to the summit and we see uh, Mutt, the host of the Superfan Roundtable, uh, walking into the meeting with his then uh, girlfriend or wife. I don't remember which one she was. And I'm like, no, nobody was bringing a significant other to this thing. This isn't a plus one. It's not a plus this one event. This isn't a plus one. And he, Where's the and caterer? He like, he like drove in from, you know, Philly or wherever he was living at the time for it. They, they just made a day of it coming into the city, bringing my wife to the meeting. And everybody's just looking like, uh, so who's going to tell him? Uh, somebody has to tell him. Did anyone say anything? Uh, you know what? I don't remember. Once I got in there, I, I think I was sitting near Sal and I, I was picking up his do I have a job next week energy. <laughs> and I was just panicking the whole meeting. So I have a question for you, Shuli. Yeah. I got, I'm going to put you on the spot here because I know how good you are with impressions when you're around someone enough. Yeah. You can really mimic their style and their sound. Have you ever done a, a Howard Stern impression? No. Can you? Never. I don't know. I don't can, know. Can you say I need everyone to make ten Twitter accounts and tweet at Brad uh, Brad Pitt? Can you do that? I don't. I don't know. I, I let me think here. All right, hold on. Scott, Scott. <laughs> Sorry. I, no. Wait, <laughs> hold, on, hold on. Let me get. Let me get. Scott, you love Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> so write him a letter. Write him ten letters. Tell him you're bald. Tell him to come on the show. You need to I, workshop listen, it, that. I feel like it's it, like it, Lauren Michaels. I told you, you I could now, now he's going to critique it. Like I said, I got the <laughs> no, best Howard impression no, no, no. on earth. What, what I'm saying is you should work it out because I think it would be good in the rotation. Because no one does a good Howard except for Anthony Kubia. And his is just like the ooh, ooh Robin, you know? I, I feel like that would be, oh, maybe there's one other one. I got it. You said it all, Carl. There you go. What, that, what have we done today? We said it all. I, I've actually heard Sal do pretty Sal's great. Sal does you know, really Sal was so good. He was he was able to trick Eric the actor 
into believing that it was him. Yeah. A few yeah. times. And Eric uh, is not hard, uh, easy to fool. Not easy to fool. He knew it was no. high pitch and not Kelly Clarkson. So, <laughs> By the way, Vince, while I have you here and on the spot, we need to do another uh, Eric uh, the Actor episode on YouTube, and we need to get in touch with our boy Jan and make sure everything's all right with him. Yeah, and I'm I'm ready to get back into that. So we were doing a whole series on Eric the Actor, who who I love and mm-hmm. still do, and we're progressing through it. Uh, Jan had some family issues, but in reality, I could have pressed it harder. So yeah, we need to start that up again, and I'm ready to go now. So got the new uh, green screen studio going here. That's actually you're doing uh, it wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's not. There's nothing behind it. It's just green. You know, like when people in their videos click right here, and then there's nothing there. Yeah. Uh, another thing I hate when people ask for people to smash that like button and subscribe. It's just put out a good fucking video, and people will do it. It's so annoying when you ask ask them to do it. Yeah, it's my advice. Juan, a lot of you hear well, that? Well, you're. Uh, <laughs> Your Eric the Actor series is fantastic, so I'm excited that's going to come back. No, it's definitely coming back. We we have to do something, otherwise, Shuli's crawling back to uh, New York City uh, <laughs> to get his job back. I mean, if we don't, it's going to cover gruel. all these. Le- it's going to cover these legal more, fees. More gruel, please. I'm I'm broke from stuttering. Wands legal fees. <laughs> Did I see something weird where Johnny Knoxville was in studio, but Howard was in his Hamptons basement and they're trying to act as if it's in the same room? Yeah. He hasn't been back to the studio since. I don't know. They canceled my subscription. (laughs) 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 The the real question, Vinny, is, is Howard in the Hamptons or is he in Florida? I think that's the, the question people have. I don't think I think he's in Florida doing these shows. Well, how ironic would it be is he's bashing Republicans and and mask mandates and he wants everyone to be vaccinated, but he's in Florida yeah. now? I don't know. I mean, does it doesn't really know. matter. It doesn't matter. And to him, it's... I think it's it an, matters. Well, eventually it should matter, right? If you're yeah. putting on a show three days a week, you would think you'd be in the in the actual office. Well, imagine busting somebody's balls who work for you for moving out of the state. Mm, good point. And then you sit <laughs> here point. and you move out of the state, and you and you get imagine that how we, how hypocritical would that be? No, the rest of the staff still going to the office? Let's say on Monday, will they be in the actual office in Midtown? You know, it's funny. I I don't know who all is going in and who isn't, but I know people are going in. Uh, you know, I I don't know how that works and what that entails. If it's sh- because you have to understand. The office has has to be completely revamped from the way it was. I mean, we were literally sitting side by side with dividers between us. Yeah. So, like, you know how it is out there, man. You have to. You, you, they have a fart pod now. You go into to rip ass. You know, <laughs> nobody. It's a, it's very t- very stringent over there. Yeah, I mean, now I think it's okay for for that setup to be. I think people realize now you're not going to die from the flu so well listen flu you can't even say it on youtube sometimes they'll take it down if you say that flu (laughs) (laughs) now you sound like stuttering one flu people get so offended if you say that in a flu but i mean generally we name our flus where they originate from i don't see why it's such a big deal well maybe because it actually originated from fauci and oh shit we are we off the air what just happened Ouchie flu. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Well, I don't know if we got to the bottom of anything today. I, I guess we're gonna we'll wait for the paperwork to come through. 
yeah, so it's not, I mean, as much as you joke about it, if you do get sued, it, it, it isn't a joking matter. I, I don't know. Even when I get sued, it's still something where you have to deal it's, with it. It might be a little bit funny, though, right? Kind of mm-hmm. a little bit. Even just a yeah, little bit. Uh, in, this, in your situation, it would be. But you have yeah. to actually answer. Because if you don't answer, then they get a default on you. But even when they default, they still have to prove damages. Uh, so, Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Mooley's answering. Uh, he, that's <laughs> Carlos, what he's told me. Carlos Danger yeah. also be answering this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, uh, you probably wouldn't even need. You don't have to be represented to put in an answer. And to even pr- proceed through the entire case. And Vinny, you cool. know that this isn't the first time I've been threatened with a lawsuit from stuttering Juan, so it's not like <laughs> I haven't been down this road before. Anyway, with on that note, Shuli, Vinny, yes, sir. great to talk to you both. And uh, Thank you, Carlos. I maybe, mean, Carl. Maybe someday we'll be reunited in court on a, a Twitch feed that people could watch <laughs> somewhere near them. Uh, who are these.com is where you can find uh, who are these podcasts, anywhere you get podcast, the Shuli show. Shuli show on Patreon. Uh, you have the miserable men show on Patreon. You have thanks for coming out a new podcast. I started with James Mattern where we interview comics about bombing and uh, yeah, anything else and everything else. And I'm touring all over Shalom Shuli.com West coast coming up all kinds of dates. I'll see you soon. Cool. Live, live show in Nashville, May 14th. Who are these podcasts? Julie will be there. Yes, sir. And we got a lot in store for that. Vinny, anything uh, you're promoting? Eric the Actor series? Nothing. I got nothing going on. Awesome. Send Vinny backgrounds for his green screen if you can. Yeah. It'd be great. <laughs> yeah, please do. There better be post production in this goddamn show. <laughs> <We're> doing... <laughs> what do you want him to put back there? <laughs> Something good. All right, put the put the documents, put the court papers Wait, in the background. Vinny, aren't you wearing a green hat right now? What do you want me to do with this? <laughs> but if you can get the beer on the balcony, the, that balcony, yeah, picture, that would be good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, I didn't think about the hat too. And right that there. is why you are not my lawyer. I love this man. <laughs> Please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out once for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everybody. Who are these podcasts? W-